Do you have a favorite campground that you visit each year? Do you book the same site, the same week, with the same people? Well, if you do, you are allowing the campground industry to pay the mortgage, taxes, and maintenance on what your family may think of as their summer place. My guest today is Marlene Caraballo, and she is talking about how RVing has bonded their family, and she's sharing how their favorite campground, Pirateland Camping Resort in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, still calls her grown son's home for summer vacation with mom and dad. Hello, my name is Janine Pettit and I'm a girl camper. I go places and do things with other adventurous and curious women. We camp like girls in tents, vans, travel trailers, motorhomes, and even cars. We travel solo and in groups to girl camping gatherings, large and small, to bucket list destinations with friends, or on our own to wherever the wind blows us. On this show, we'll talk about the qualities of a girl camper and how you can be a girl camper too. The girl campers are having a party and you're invited. Stay tuned while we share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. The Girl Camper Podcast is brought to you by our consortium of girl camper friendly RV dealerships. General RV with 13 locations in the U.S., Setzer's World of Camping in Huntington, West Virginia, and Bankston Motorhomes with three locations in Alabama and two in Tennessee. Also providing support and sponsorship for Girl Camper is Campco Manufacturing, makers of over 4,000 products for your RV, boat, and tailgating needs. And GoRVing.com, home base for everything you need to get started RVing. And of course, our friends at Liberty Outdoors, makers of the Max and Mini RVs. Welcome, I'm Janine Pettit, girl camping ambassador, blogger, adventurist, and podcaster, and this is episode 183 of Girl Camper, the podcast. My guest today is Marlene Caraballo. She's a wife of 30 years, a mom to three almost grown sons, an avid blogger at Cheers to Chapter 2, and a longtime RVer who is now looking Chapter 2 straight in the eye. And guess what? It's looking good for this almost empty nester. I invited Marlene on the show today to talk about her annual RV vacation to Myrtle Beach and how what started out as a cheap way to travel has turned into something that is keeping her family ties tight. Stay tuned for Marlene. Before we chat with Marlene, we have a message from our friends at Bankston Motorhomes. They have five locations in the southeast, Huntsville, Alabama, Albertsville, Alabama, and Florence, Alabama, as well as two locations in Tennessee, in Nashville and Ardmore. They are a number one Best in Business Award winner that's been helping families make their RV travel dreams come true since the 1970s. It is not easy to win that award, I've got to tell you that. Doesn't matter what you're looking for, a motorhome, a fifth wheel, a travel trailer, 
Bankston has something for you, and they carry so many of our girl camper favorites that Winnebago Travato, which I love, and they have the Gulfstream, the Vintage Cruiser by Gulfstream, and the number one selling lightweight towable in the whole RV industry, the R-Pod. And of course, my personal favorite, the Max and the Mini by Liberty Outdoors. There's literally something there for everyone. You can virtual shop at bankstonmotorhomes.com or visit one of their five locations. Or you can just head over to girlcamper.com and click on the link. It'll take you right there. Thank you, Bankston, for coming on board and helping all RV dreamers make their dreams come true. Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited about today's topic because it's something that I have long believed to be true of camping families. I I think this is true from the bottom of my heart. Families that camp together stay together. Marlene Caraballo is a New York resident. She's a wife, she's a mom, she's a girl camper, and she's got a perspective on what her family has gained from almost 20 years of summer campfires. So Marlene, welcome to Girl Camper. Thank you, Janine. Um, I'm a super big girl camper fan, and I'm thrilled to be talking with you today. Oh, well, I'm a fan of yours, too. I got to tell you, I follow your blog, and number one, you're really a good writer. Thank you. And number two, what I find exciting about, you know, where you are in your life, you're at that place in marriage and motherhood when you're getting ready to make that shift, and I think that's what your blog, Chapter 2, Cheers to Chapter 2, is all about, and that's kind of enviable. I think there are some people, I'm, I mean, I just reached that place myself not that long ago. So I, I know when you're on the precipice of that, it can feel like a weird thing, like hanging on to those last moments because you know that life is changing, but also like creating that light at the end of the tunnel of having something to look forward to. Absolutely. Yeah, so I love that. I really love that about your blog. So for all of our listeners out there, tell us about your family, Marlene. Tell us about your husband and your boys. Yes. Um, Well, my husband, Percy, and I have been married for 30 years this last June. Yes, we're high school sweethearts. Aww. (laughs) Um, And we have three boys who are now 24, 19, and 16. And we live in beautiful Hudson Valley region of New York. And, and that is beautiful. I love to camp up there. It's just stunning. Yeah, we, we definitely get the four seasons. And in fact, I saw the first few leaves falling the other day. Ooh. Well, I, I for one, am totally ready for fall. I can't wait. <laughs> Marlene, I think with three boys, you know, um, I have a couple of friends who have boys, just boy families. Mm-hmm. Three boys, life had to be very hectic. Was was camping always in the plan? Did you grow up in a camping family? Tell us how you got started. Yes. No, I had never been camping before. Um, We had two little ones. My oldest was six and my middle son was maybe two. And we had dear friends who lived near us who were huge, avid campers and raving about camping. And so when our kids were little, we didn't have a lot of money and... um, they were telling us how affordable it was to go camping and how you could go away more frequently with your kids and family and be able to afford it. So the first year we decided to rent a camper and give it a whirl. Um, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, say that again. It's kind of history after that. 
You know what? I, I think that's how many people get started camping. I'm sure it's why my parents camped. There were seven of us, and I never saw the inside of a hotel room till I was a freshman in college. Just absolutely, we just never, ever went on a vacation like that. And uh, what I think is cool is that Go RVing has this special tool on their website, and it, it gives you a way of seeing how affordable camping is. So if you take that budget that you have for vacations and then you apply that to camping, you get so many more days out of your camping uh, you by going camping instead of hotel vacations. And it's yeah. just a great way to stretch that out. Absolutely. I think that for us, the biggest cost for a family of five going away is food. And so we realized right away that we were going to spend the same money on groceries, whether we were sitting in our home or we were sitting in the camper. So there was no additional cost of having to eat out. It, it was no additional cost, you know, other than the camp spot. Yeah, I absolutely find that too. And even with the camp spot, you can choose your budget on that. You can say we can go to a state park or we can go to an RV resort. So you know, when you are going to a destination, that's the hotels. That's what they cost. But when you're taking an RV, you get some flexibility in there. Yes. I remember when my kids were younger, I used to um, prepare frozen trays of ziti and lasagna and all kinds of things like that to take with us to bake in the camper. And it was it, we couldn't have done those trips without camping, honestly. Now, were you tent camping when you first started out? No, we bought a, after renting the first year and loving it and just loving the whole experience of just being together the entire trip from the moment you leave the house in your own moving hotel room, so to speak. Um, the very next year, we bought a travel trailer. We bought a 29-foot travel trailer, and it had four bunks in the back and a bed on the other side, and that is still the same travel trailer we have today. Oh my gosh. So you've had, you never changed your camper. You have the same one. Yep. I think that is so cool. <laughs> yes. And yes, we, we, and we just came back about a week ago from our trip to um, South Carolina. And, you know, my kids are a lot older now and it was very different. Yeah. It's come very different, but, um, but yeah, the travel trailer is perfect. Well, what kind of trips did you take when the boys were young? We used to stay more local, so we would go to, being in New York State, we would go to Pennsylvania, um, to Lake George frequently, to Delaware, you know, so we would stay more at lakes where we would go fishing mm -hmm. and just kind of hang out together. Yeah. Not really any kind of major destination. Did you go on a lot of weekends or was it just like two weeks a year I'm using the camper? No, we went once a month. Yeah. yeah, went once a month, not in the dead of winter because, you know, the freezing temperatures, but mm -hmm. we went frequently, frequently when the kids were little. So what intrigued me about your story, Marlene, is that you have you fell into this campground down in Myrtle Beach that you referenced pirate land. And, and yeah. I can imagine how three boys would want to go to pirate land. <laughs> and and that kind of became your family destination, like the annual big trip that you look forward to. So tell us what drew you to pirate land and what you love about this annual trip. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the initial recommendation came from those same friends that got us camping in the first place. Um, they just were raving about the Lazy River and how much they loved it, and there were so many things to do, and it was so nice. So we took that first trip. I mean, it didn't take much to convince me, as you said, a mother of three boys. They were totally into Pirates of the Caribbean and pirates. And um, We went there the first year, figuring we would give it a try. And every year since, we say while we're home, you know what, we're going to try somewhere different this year. And yet the first day we get to Pirate Land every summer, we yeah. immediately immediately book the next year's trip <laughs> and we have been going there now every single year for you know 12 13 years you know what i love about that when i i look at camping and rving and, and you just said it a minute ago marlene it's your little hotel room on wheels it's but it's it's your hotel room it's your home you're yeah. traveling down the road with your portable home and I will get a magazine in the mail and I'll open it up and I'll see somebody's beautiful, multi-generational, you know, ancestral home on some beautiful lake in the Adirondacks and how now grandma and grandpa are there and the parents are there and the next generation and the grandkids are all there and they convert the attic into some big bunkhouse and it all looks so lovely. And I read those things and I think, oh God, this is so beautiful. How nice to have this place. But really, Anybody could have that by going to the same campground every year. It, it like becomes your family home, except you don't have to pay the taxes or the mortgage or the upkeep of it. Absolutely. And it's funny because this year it really dawned on me when we got to the camper and pulled out, you know, all the things, all the sheets and blankets and sleeping bags that we've used ever since they were little. We wash them, store them, and then bring them out the next mm -hmm. year. And there are my 19-year-old and my 16-year-old who shave and have hairy legs uh -huh. laying under their Power Rangers sleeping bags <laughs> and their Winnie the Pooh and Mickey Mouse sheets. And it just showed me, you know, how many years we've been doing this and how many incredible memories we've made. Yeah. And, and they love laying under the Power Rangers blankets. It's their blankie. It still is, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a chance to just um, be kids. So when you first began taking them to Pirate Land when they were boys, what was the draw for them then? Bike riding, swimming. I mean, it. they, they had a sense of freedom because it feels like a neighborhood. You know, they're mm -hmm. everywhere around you are other families, babies, teenagers, grandparents. Everybody's just another family, you know, trying to have quality time together. And we've always made friends with people who were camping next to us. I mean, exchanging peaches and waffles and, um, you know, making friends and keeping in touch. And in fact, we still see the same families every year. Um, and we visit each other at our spots. And, and my kids have always loved feeling um, grown up before they were, you know, that they could take their bikes and ride down and buy a candy bar or... Yeah, which you would never let them do at home. Never, never. And, and part of what I love about this campground, and I'm sure maybe others have it as well, but they have a lot of security and um, it feels very safe. There's a gate at the front of the campground and... Everybody's looking out for each other. There are security patrol people, and it's just very, um, it feels like a neighborhood. Yeah, it's like what we grew up with, where we, we were on our bikes all day running around, and 
you know, our parents never knew where we were and they never worried about us. Yes. Well, when my, when our youngest, who is 23 now, but it's hard to believe just 10 years ago, it seems like a flash. I remember it so well. When she was 12 or 13 and we were camping down in Cape May and all the kids were allowed to just go and she couldn't believe that she could go to mini golf and go to the pool and go to the um, snack bar and that we weren't on her every second, you know, that it gave her this like freedom to roam around. And I think it's a good way to kind of get kids feet wet with that kind of thing. Yes. And, and, or, you know, if my husband and I are sitting on the beach and, and one or two or three of the kids have just had enough sun or, you know, would like to do something else, it's okay for them to leave the beach without us go back to the camper, make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, maybe go get ice for the cooler for us. Um, yeah. Just, um, well, tell us about Pirate Land, because I never heard of this campground until you brought it to my attention. And boy, I fell down the Pirate Land rabbit hole for like an hour yesterday. And I even called their social media director for more information, because that's really a dream campground. It's it's right on the water in Myrtle Beach, but they have constructed it in a way where there's little inlets all over. So yeah. there's lots of sites that have um, water on them. Yes, uh, yes, there are. There are lots of opportunities for kids to fish, or I mean, adults as well, and just to have beautiful views. Um, it's a large campground. And like you said, it's right on the ocean. It's a little bit south of Myrtle Beach, like downtown. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a quieter area. If you do leave the campground, you know, it's, it's not very touristy, which, which we love. Um, and it's a large campground, but it never feels that large. It's not, it never feels crowded on the beach. It never feels crowded at the pool. They have a, a beautiful new splashdown kiddie pool, which is huge. For parents with little little ones, yeah, they have an in-ground pool and they have the lazy river, which is lots of fun and, and gets kind of the salt and sand off of you for a little while. So, what's the lazy river? I mean, it's I, I mean, I only saw it online, but it looks like like a water park right in the campground. Yeah, it's um, you 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 walk in and grab a raft, you know, a circular tube tube. And you just, and just get float. in and float around. The water kind of moves gently and just carries you. No no rush, but just carries everyone who's on the Lazy River in a huge um, circle almost. And you go past mm -hmm. plants and a picture of a pirate. I mean, <laughs> pirate. And it's just, it's very relaxing. It's quiet. It's nice. Now, do you have to pay an extra fee for the Lazy River once you check in? No, you don't pay an extra fee for anything. You don't. There's paddle boats and um, wow, pay to go in the lazy river. So no. you've got the ocean. You've got um, really a built-in amusement park there that you yes. don't have to pay any extra for. And do they have an arcade and all those things? Yeah, they have recreation daily. There are you know crafts and activities for families that want to get involved in that. There's an on-site chapel for anyone who wants to go for worship. There's um, the bathhouses are amazing. They're regularly renovated, and this last year they felt brand new because we, you know, a family of five with one bathroom in the camper. Yes. We 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 end up going to the bathhouse to just kind of have some oh, space. Oh sure. 
<laughs> and um, the bathhouses are beautiful. Well, if I were you, Marlene, and I had four boys in that camper with me, that bathroom would be mine. And every single one of them would be, you know, compelled to go to the. You know what? You know what, Janine? I prefer the bathhouse because it's bigger. Yeah. Well, the if they're clean. Bigger, the bathroom's bigger. Yeah. If they're clean and nice. Yeah. Very clean. Now, how many years have you been going to this place? I want to say 12 or 13 years. 13 years. Yeah. So how has life changed? Because I think this was so cute. Your your oldest son is 24, and you told me earlier, he actually lives in Milwaukee, but yes. didn't want to miss the family vacation to pirate land. And I get the biggest charge out of a grown man <laughs> on a regular job taking his week's vacation, because, you know, entry-level jobs, you get two weeks off if you're lucky. Yes. But taking his week's vacation to go to Myrtle Beach and meet mom and dad at Pirate Land? Yes, <laughs> yes. And not only that, but this year was the first time we had a non-family member with us, which was my 19-year-old's girlfriend who came to visit for a few days from Nashville. And so that changed uh, the family dynamic a little. You know what? It was wonderful. I thought it might feel odd for the rest of us because, you know, you're in a camper and as you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tight space, although there's lots of outdoor space on your spots at this campground. Mm -hmm. um, and we do spend a lot of time outside, but I thought it might change the way I felt about the time together. And it didn't. It was it wonderful. Didn't. Yeah. Well, I can tell you as a mother who's been there where you've got to let their significant others into your life, you know, like yeah. you've got to do it, you know, and it's, it's very easy to do when they're lovely. And thank God my children's significant others are lovely people. And so I, I love, I actually love having them now. In fact, my daughter's boyfriend, Jeff, he and I just attacked that Christmas tree and no one else is really allowed to put an ornament on because Jeff gets my tree aesthetic. Like even my kids don't. So, oh. But, but it's hard at first because I look at the stage of life you're in where you're clinging to those last, like, our family's changing. Yeah. And, you know, you don't know how many more times they'll all be willing to come with you down to pirate land. And it's hard to let um, someone else in those moments. Yes. You know what? It evolves, but it is no less special. Good. It really is no less special. And, and my treat this last trip was that my 19-year-old did all of the cooking. So there's an advantage to getting older and having your kids get older for sure. You know what? That absolutely is. I, I love it when kids have their own special talents and things they want to bring to the table or a recipe they want to try. That's when the all the parenting kind of pays off. Yes. Yes. Now, when your sons are down there now, I would imagine when they were younger, they were, you know, they had their routine, their arcade stuff they wanted to do and so fun for kids to have bikes. But now that they're adults, what do they do at the campground or the beach or do they venture out and go into town? How is it different? We stick together like glue. Oh, you do? So yeah, we do. I mean, they, yes, they'll, they'll run and get ice or they'll go and get, um, there's a food truck that comes to the campground every night and it has a different, sometimes it's shrimp, sometimes it's fried chicken. And, you know, they'll go and get dinner for all of us if we're not cooking that night. Um, they'll go and get ice for the cooler. So they enjoy taking those responsibilities now. And, um, you know, my, 
my younger, who's 16, still loved taking his bike and just kind of going for a ride or saying, hey, I'm going fishing. Be back later. Um, so. Oh, that that's so fun. Marlene, we're going to take a break right here, and we're going to come back in a minute because I want you to talk about Chapter 2. So you're a girl camper already, but I want to talk about what life is going to look like for you when your 16-year-old is off to college in two years, and, and you've got some options in front of you. And I love your blog about Chapter 2 because I think so many of our audience is in that spot. So we're going to be right back, and we're going to talk about cheers to chapter two hang on life sure is better at the campsite and campco is making sure they make over 4,000 products that make boating rving grilling tailgating picnicking and life in the great outdoors even better I love everything in their line of Life is Better at the Campsite products, and one of my favorites is their adorable dog food bowls. So I never travel with my dog because he just likes camping even more than I do, and it's like babysitting. So I don't travel with my dog, but I still have this adorable bowl because it's Campco's famous design. It's that teal with the white little camper on the outside, or you could get the multicolored one. It's a great little bowl to just keep on your counter, throw your keys in, throw your change in. So even if you don't have a dog, this bowl for $6.99 is a great addition to any trailer. You can find it on Amazon, $6.99, free shipping if you're a Prime member. And show off that life is better at the campsite. Thanks, Campco, for making so many things that make our life at the campground so much better. Now back to Marlene. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks again to our friends at Campco. They do so much to make all of our recreation time even more fun. So, Marlene, I am a follower of your blogs, and let me tell you, I don't follow blogs because I feel like I'm at work when I'm reading blogs, <laughs> But and, and I certainly don't follow camping blogs, believe it or not, because I, I have enough saturation of camping in my head. But what interested me about your blog, and I don't even know how I came across it, just somehow, you know, but um, I, I love this idea that, you know, of exploring life after homemaking and child rearing. And tell us about what compelled you to start Cheers to Chapter 2 and what your vision is for it. Sure. Um, well, it's exactly what you said. I kind of came to a place when my second son was um, heading back to college. And although I'm not an empty nester, I still have my 16-year-old at home. I just felt a little lost. I just felt a little bit sad. Like, you know, wh what was my purpose? My kids are very independent. They're, mm -hmm. they're almost fully grown. Um, my two are not even living at home, you know, one's at college, one's in Milwaukee, as you said, and I just felt a little bit like maybe I didn't have a purpose. Um, but part of me realized that there just had to be more. There, there had to be more in my life. I, I'm still young, but I mean, we, we mm -hmm. still have so much to contribute. And so that led me to writing, which is one of my passions, has always been one of my passions, and something I kind of let sit to the side while working and raising a family. Um, so I kind of got back to that, and I, I started out by expressing how I felt, and mm -hmm. that led me to creating the blog and really connecting with so many wonderful women um, across the, the world who 
are in the same kind of boat, just feeling optimistic and looking for new adventures and new new reasons to have purpose, mm-hmm. new joys, new hobbies, new interests, um, or maybe rekindling things from your youth that you were very interested in you didn't have time for. Right. Sometimes we have to let those things go. At one point, I, I was an avid watercolorist, and I was pretty good. And mm-hmm. I picked up a paintbrush the other day. <laughs> It was sad. I have lost every ounce of skill I ever had there, but I think someday I would like to come back to this, you know, and I think many of us have that, like things that we enjoy doing that we just couldn't put that time into when you're raising a family. Yes, absolutely. And, um, and you know, you, you come to realize that you're the wonder in your life has surrounded your children and your family so intensely for maybe 20 years, maybe even more, that we need to find a place of wonder for ourselves that does not necessarily focus on our family or our children. And that's not to be, that doesn't mean a selfish pursuit of Mm -hmm. just me, 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 but you know, it's exactly that. It's finding wonder, finding joy. and um, So what would you say to the woman looking for wonder or looking for what her next um, adventure is going to be? How would you help her put her feet on the path? I would say it's kind of a journey and a journey that I'm still on. It's not that I figured it out, but I've spent a year and a half reading books, listening to podcasts, um, l- allowing myself to explore things that used to interest me or things that kind of subliminally pique my interest now. And they may be things that you never thought you'd be interested in doing. And so I would say exploring is step one, maybe journaling, maybe writing, maybe reading some books, um, maybe reconnecting with spirituality, um, you know, figuring out things that have brought you joy in the past or that you think you might like to try and then just you know baby steps maybe you'd like to learn yoga maybe you'd like to learn to knit um reconnecting with friends that you haven't had a lot of time for so it's um it's an exploration i would say step one well i know you've got this big 29 foot trailer can you picture yourself with something smaller can you picture yourself being on the road like helping women and 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 just having that downtime yes absolutely and in fact this time because we went for two weeks which it was the first time we'd ever gone anywhere with the camper for more than a week uh i had to bring you know my laptop and my work because i have to work Mm -hmm. and i really was getting into thinking how wow i could work from my camper from my laptop and travel or just maybe park myself near a beach which is where i feel the happiest and imagine that yeah i i do imagine it (laughs) i i I talk to women all day long who, you know, are trying to make that dream happen. So, um, Marlene, I I just really love talking to you today because, you know what, I think what you've done is what so many of us have done, you know, and I am always careful when I say this, like the light at the end of the tunnel, like we finally get to shake off those kids. I don't mean it like that at all because I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, but there is like at the end of that ride, there's like, what am I going to do now? Because we have put so much into it and I have enjoyed reading your blog and the, just the possibility. 
possibilities out there. And but I also loved seeing in your your family situation here that the whole idea of camping and and I hope the young mothers who listen to our show take this. You are creating memories for your children. And and I say this all the time. When I look back at my own childhood, it's the camping. I it's you know I had a big family and we did lots of stuff, but it's always the camping that is the first thing to surface in my favorite memories. So you've created that. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. And I would even say that my kids would agree with that. And, you know, we've been on a lot of other kinds of trips to see family, to see colleges, to do, you know, have traveled the country. Um, And my 19 year old just came back from a month of doing a summer class in Italy. So Mm -hmm. they will still tell you that their memories and, their heart feels full from our camping trips. And and I will leave you with one more thing. Mm. I highly recommend anyone who camps to keep a scrapbook kind of like journal in the camper and to make a few notes about every trip you've ever taken. Like, you know, campground name, date, mm-hmm. um, spot, who were you with, uh, what did you do, anything memorable that happens, which sometimes is a trip to urgent care. But, yeah. you know, we have <laughs> And years later, yeah, well, you know, and the kids will look through. They're not kids anymore. My young men will look through that book with such fond memories of the crazy things we've done, of the fun things that have happened, of the people we've met, and the places we've seen. Can't yeah. together. I think that's such a great idea because when you're in it, you think, "Oh, this is so fun! I'll never forget this." But you do. Yes. My my son and uh, my son was wanted to go on one of those parasail things when we were down on the Outer Banks in North Carolina, and I am so afraid of heights, and and my husband is not crazy about it either. But he was too young to go on the boat by himself, so they made us come with. So we were on the boat, and and they the guy who was running the parasail kept sizing up my son, and finally he says, "How much do you weigh?" And you know he was only like. 12 and he you know weighed 100 pounds and so the guy said to my husband and one of you has got to go up with him we won't charge you but he just doesn't weigh enough to go up by himself so my husband who's really afraid of heights you know I knew that wasn't going to be a go so I went with him even though I am now and I my poor son I was crying and and he kept waving to the guy and the guy kept letting the rope out and we kept getting higher till the boat was just a dot. I couldn't even see people on it. I was absolutely terrified. Oh, Janine. We forgot about that whole incident and we saw something on television the other day about a parasailing and the kids were all screaming, remember when mommy was crying on the parasail? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, how could I have forgotten that? You know, but I did. So I love that idea. It's just a great one. You know, how fun to go through that in the years to come. Yeah, especially as you see how things have changed as they get older. Yeah. How those experiences change. Well, Marlene, tell everybody where they can follow you. Well, I would love to have you check out my blog, which is at cheers to chapter 2com Cheers, the number two, chapter, the number two, dot com. Um, Or you can find me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Um, And I'm going to put all the links to where people find you in this uh, blog post. And I I just loved you sharing your RVing experience with us. And and I hope we get to see you out there now as a solo woman traveler. And and you still get to camp with your children. I hope when your 16-year-old is 24, he's flying home from wherever he lives because he doesn't want to miss the pirate land trip. 
Yes, I hope that they end up with their own campers so we can take spots next to each other and enjoy it even more. And you'll be there with your grandkids. So Marlene, thank you for coming on the show. It's been great chatting with you and, and thanks for putting out that great blog. I enjoy it so much. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Happy trails. Thank you. Well, that's our show for today. It was a pleasure having Marlene on the show. I love this whole story. I love what RVing does for families. I got the biggest charge out of her 24-year-old son flying in for his week's vacation because he couldn't miss Pirate Land. That makes my mother's heart just swell. I'm so happy for Marlene because that's what we want. We want those roots and wings, and she sure gave it to her family. So thank you, Marlene, for coming on the show. I want to thank all of our sponsors, Liberty Outdoors, maker of the Max and Mini trailer. Setzer's World of Camping in Huntington, West Virginia, General RV with 13 locations all over the country, Bankston Motorhomes in Alabama and Tennessee, and of course our friends at Campco and Go RVing, making vacations affordable and so much more fun than any hotel room. That's our show for the week and that's a wrap everybody. Happy trails. Have a good week.